Does your audience and do your people know the results you get for your business? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And this is one of those episodes, my friends, where you're going to have to forgive me because I literally do not know if I've already recorded this show and already delivered this content. I went scrolling through my podcast feed to see if I've talked about this before, and I didn't see a show title that stood out to me that sort of referenced this topic as something I might have brought up before. Um, And I it popped into my head the other day when I was talking to you about my therapy background. I had this conversation with you the other day about how one of the stories I had in the sales conversations um, with myself around putting myself out there and speaking to pain points is that as a therapist, I had all of these rules that I felt like what a good therapist would do and what a bad therapist would do. And a lot of it felt very restrictive when it came to marketing. I didn't feel like I could talk about the results I got. It felt kind of like slimy, sleazy, scammy. Um, And so when I came online, I had a lot of mindset work to do around being a helping professional and putting myself out there and talking about the way I'm able to help people. One of the lingering beliefs that even three years into that field of um, being online and no longer being a therapist, even to the point where I no longer hold a clinical life license to practice therapy in any state, I still hung on to this idea that it was not a good idea. It was in poor taste or poor form to be somebody who offered testimonials about their business, to ask clients to talk publicly with their name attached about the work that I did, how I helped them, and how I served them. It didn't feel good to me. And I I could come up with 50 million other ways of saying it felt kind of gross, but it felt kind of gross to me. And at some point in time, I had um, my, you know, one of the people I lean on really heavily for marketing advice, Brandy Johnson. If you guys haven't read her book, um, Minimum Viable Marketing, she has a whole website and developing a course attached to it. But she had a really honest conversation with me around the idea that my audience can't just hear me saying, I know this stuff that at some point social proof has to be true for me as much as it's true for every other business owner that I work with. And she pushed me very directly to go to clients who I've worked with, who I've gotten really good results for, and to ask them to put their testimonials on my website. And I did that. And as sort of, you know, modeling for you later in this episode, I'm going to read you a couple of them um, because I want to model my own discomfort and getting over my own discomfort so you can do that yourself. But when we're talking about showing up for ourselves, when we're talking about the mindset that comes with business, it is so easy to say, I'm going to talk to you about your pain point. I'm going to tell you all the ways you're hurting and I'm going to make you feel feel like I really understand. So then of course you're going to absolutely positively be, be, believe that I'm the one who can help you. And then I'm going to tell you that it doesn't have to be that hard, that it can be simple and you don't have to spend your life doing it, that I've condensed all the information you need in bite-sized pieces. And you can hear me as I'm saying this sort of 
loop in all of those sales tactics and lead generation strategies in ways that we as business owners are encouraged to have the conversation. But at the end of the day, we are now a community and a culture of people who rely heavily on reviews. I can't tell you the last time I entered a restaurant before I used a Yelp review. I can't tell you the last time I went to Amazon without checking the reviews first. And, you know, and the reality is, is I was joking with my husband that as soon as I see a place that has three and a half stars, I don't even read the reviews. I go, oh, it's three and a half stars. And I... (laughs) Because apparently I'm only good enough for four-star service. But it's I do the same thing with Amazon. It's like, oh, that doesn't have very many reviews. So it could be exactly what I need. But if it doesn't have good reviews, I'm going to decide someone else can do it better. That's what we do as consumers. And it's our normal way of working through the world. It's our normal way of making buying decisions. But then when we're the service provider, when we're the course creator or the founder of a product, suddenly we're telling ourselves that it's really kind of gross to tell other people why we're so good. Um, really? It's, it's just one of those things where it's true for everybody else, but it's not for us. And that's what I had to think for myself. Like, wow, this social proof thing that I think is proof for me and how I make my own buying decisions and how I tell other clients and friends and colleagues to operate their businesses somehow because I'm a helping professional. I am the exclusion to that. And I shouldn't tell people about the results I got. I shouldn't tell people about the pain points I've had. And when I looked at it from that lens, it was an argument and I went out and I reached out and I got my clients to talk about the work that I've done with them and I've put it on my website. But I don't think I'm the only one who sits in this struggle. I don't think that like as you're listening that every single person I'm talking to right now in my listening audience already has their testimonials. Or do you do what a lot of other people do and you put them on that last page of your website because you don't want to be too braggadocious. You don't want to put yourself out in the spotlight too much. And are you so bold as to take your shining star um, testimonials and review? views and experiences and highlight them on a social media post for somebody else to see. Do you make it a point to use not just your story like we talked about yesterday, but the results you get and not just speaking to pain like we talked a couple of days ago. You can see kind of the train of thought I'm having in this conversation with you this week, but are you also sharing the results so people can see specific, measurable, visible proof of what makes you great, of why they should choose you over someone else. And if that why they should choose you over someone else part makes you uncomfortable, then simply look at it as an opportunity for them to get to know you better so that they can make a more informed choice about you and whether or not they, you know, choose someone else or look at someone else's website over yours is none of your business and you don't have to draw that, you know, direct comparison if you don't want to. I can tell you that the mindset work that I had was connected to this idea of privacy and confidentiality. I wasn't really worried about being too braggadocious if we're going to be honest with one another. I know I'm good. 
I rarely feel like I have to prove to anybody that I'm good. I think you can pick any random podcast episode from my 300 plus ones. You're going to find some clunkers. You're going to find some ones where I made no sense. But all in all, you pick an episode and you are going to know I know my stuff. So whether or not so-and-so tells you I know my stuff, in my mind, that wasn't necessary. What I didn't like was that feeling of what I talked about the other day, exposing someone else's pain for profit. That's the part that I got stuck on. That was my mindset wobble. That was the thing that I got over. Because yes, I helped them. And yes, I brought on relief. But like, in order to talk about that part, <laughs> I also have to talk about the pain part. I, it can't just be Heather's awesome. Heather, help me. She's awesome. People want to know, well, what's the story? What did you come to her with? So if I'm going to share my quote unquote awesomeness, I also have to say, you know, where did I get my hands dirty? And what did we really talk about? In doing that, like I said, guys, been on the online space for three years. The Choose to Have It All website that you guys originally met me under didn't have any testimonials. And this new site, I absolutely knew that if I was going to be honest and reflective about the expertise I bring to the table, it couldn't just be me talking. But I also had to recognize that, you know, for me, it's not just putting pain in the spotlight. It's not just bragging. It's about recognizing that somebody who is in pain doesn't have the time to go scrolling. Can Heather help me with this? Can Heather help me with that? Or can so-and-so help me with this? And should I be seeing so-and-so for that? But if they can just go to a one-stop shop and see somebody's review, they then can be more empowered to make an educated decision about whether or not I'm the right person for them in the moment and the pain point they're having. That's what you're doing for your audience. And if you don't have collecting testimonials and collecting that social proof as part of your marketing strategy, I am going to encourage you to do that. Ever since I kind of got this through my thick skull, I now take screenshots of the compliments I receive online. I have a whole collection of little things that people say about me. And I have my most prominent um sort of testimonials and things that people have really taken the time to sort of say in a well-written, thoughtful manner prominently on my website. It's They're on my homepage. I'm going to read a couple of them to you now because I feel like I have to kind of, you know, put my money where my mouth is a little bit. I can't just say, oh yeah, by the way, I have testimonials. Go find them on my website. Part of what I want to model for you is unapologetically sharing your expertise and giving people the information they need in order to know they're right for you. I want you to think critically about how you've been doing that for yourself and your business as you listen to me do it for mine. So the first one I'm going to read is Jeanette. Um, Jeanette and I did a uh, intensive last year and she wrote, since our intensive, I've gotten really clear on what kind of mom I want to be. My kids are doing better in school. They're happier and more confident. I am spending one-on-one -on -one time with them and my business is doing well. Oops, I just lost my spot. I have booked three new coaching clients. I've decided who I want to be and I'm acting on it. I've gotten really purposeful and I've started a podcast. Thank you for getting me through this plateau. It's energized me and has given me a lot of hope in my business and in my personal life with my friends, my children, and my family. Thank you so much. Now, that's really incredible results. 
And P.S., those are results that didn't even speak to the original pain point that Jeanette came to me for. So the fact that like not only did I help her with the business part, but the work that we did was able to expand to family, I wouldn't have even thought about that in my own advertising and marketing. That's not an angle that I speak to. When you give people the opportunity to share the results that they've had working with you, you are giving them an opportunity to reflect on their story, to expand your own story of what you're capable of, and you are empowering your new and prospective clients to create those same results for themselves. And it was one of those things that like Jeanette was one of the first people I asked for a testimonial and she stepped up right to the plate right away. And when I read it, I was like, holy smokes, like why, why did I wait on this? Why did I think that this kind of feedback needed to be somebody's best kept secret? Like why, why do I just keep this in my back pocket? People should know that when they go and they think they're coming for business advice, that they can get perspective and make connections that are going, that's going to have so much more power and make everything better. And then, you know, Jill Stanton is somebody that I worked with for quite some time. I worked with her one-on-one. I was also worked for her and Josh. Um, they're the owners of Screw the 9 to 5. And for two years, um, they ran the Screw You uh, business coaching mentorship program. And I was the mindset consultant for them. And I also worked with Jill one-on-one. And here's what she had to say. Heather is the entrepreneur whisperer. She really gets us. I've worked with Heather personally, and for two years, Heather also served as the mindset consultant for the members in our coaching community. Heather has the experience and training to back what she says. During crossroads in my life and business, I talked about real things and hard feelings and didn't feel judged. I felt heard, respected, and understood. She skips the drink the green tea and morning mantra BS and instead offers actionable skills. Heather has shifted how I think and how I show up. Her approach is individualized and customized to what's going on for us in our own lives and businesses. Heather sees us and her gift is helping us see ourselves. Now, just think about that for a second. Like, we want to talk about braggadocious. How braggadocious would it be if I called... If I told you, hey guys, I'm the entrepreneur whisperer. Did you know that I can help you see yourself better than you can see yourself right now? Like that isn't, that's the braggadocious marketing. That like highlighting it and having somebody else say, this is my experience. This is how I received this coaching. This is how I overcame it is way different to hear and read than the business owner saying it themselves. And I got to tell you, when I, when I was stuck on this and I couldn't get out of my own way, it was like, it, for me, it was like, you know, I have to show people. I can't just tell them. So I have to do all these things and I have to do a podcast and I have to be on interviews and I have to go on social media. And it was like, well, that's also incredibly ego driven. I, I, I. And I I don't think I paid attention to that, my friends. I was so wrapped up in the story that like asking for a testimonial, sharing what I did, recognizing and owning that I have a zone of genius of helping people do these things that like I never got out of my own way and recognized that like they need, my audience can't just hear it from me. 
They like, yes, they can listen in on the show and they can listen to me answer someone else's question and they can hear that advice, but they don't in that process of what I do on the show, they don't get to hear from the letter writer. And, you know, P.S. I always tell people if you've written into the show and you want to tell people what happened next, please do that. Um, but they don't get to hear from the letter writer and know what it was like to have their experience. And, you know, if I'm not telling potential leads and clients that, what am I doing? I'm, I'm sitting, I'm back on that mountain. And you guys heard me do that the other day when I was talking about the power of story, that if I don't share who I am and how I move through the world and share my story, then as a helping professional, I am on this mountain and I am just judging and pointing and saying, you should take a right and you should take a left rather than recognizing people need to hear what this experience is like. I can't just tell them because how are they going to trust me? Of course, I have a stake in it. And why it took me three years, I haven't forgiven myself for yet. Because I know in doing that, like the mindset coach having a mindset problem around testimonials, I left a crap ton of money on the table. Because how many restaurants have I not gone into because there weren't that many reviews? How many, you know, podcasts did I not listen to because there weren't that many reviews? How many people did I not give a chance because I didn't have proof that they were worth my time? So in three years, because I couldn't get out of my own way on this one thing, I left money on the table and I'm a business owner. I have to learn from that. And I have to, as a mindset coach, get you to learn from my mindset lessons so you can learn from that. And I would really very much like it if you did an inventory and looked at when was the last time you talked about the results you get. When was the last time you let people know that they are suffering and you can relieve that suffering because other people, when they started with you, were suffering too? Now, I'm going to wrap this up with my um, probably um, some of the work that I'm the most proud of. Um, and I think when you hear the testimonial, it'll speak for itself. But I work with Mariah Kaz, and she has a business um, teaching people how to um, monetize and scale their businesses using digital courses. And she talks and she says, I hired Heather at an ultimate low point in my life when I was going through a lot mentally and needed support. I wasn't sure what I was going to do or how to move forward. She gave me tools to come out of that place, one step at a time. Whenever I feel something negative, I just think about her being there for me and I feel better. Within six months, I honestly feel like a different person. I've become a different person and Heather helps me navigate that. As my business grows, so does the pressure and challenges. Heather is my support system. She's changed my life and my weekly call with her always leaves me feeling ready to take on the next thing that comes at me. Now, one of the things that you hear me say a lot is that um, I work with first world problems, right? I just used that line the other day. And when it gets really clear um, and it's in its purest state, I'm a jerk for saying that because that isn't what I do. I'm not just helping people um, skate through life a little bit easier, just choose between um, Tiffany's and Rodeo Drive or, you know, whatever. That when it comes down to it, people are hurting. 
And that includes business owners, that we all bring our stories. And this idea that we have these businesses that become our personal brands, but somehow we're going to leave our personal problems at the door when we come into work, that our moods and our struggles are not going to become a part of what we bring into our businesses is nonsense. And when people hear me talk about business so confidently, when people hear me sort of, you know, the, the feedback I get the most, the most critical feedback I I get from folks is that I make it sound so easy um, because it, you know, I tend to oversimplify it in my direction sometime or I, you know, minimize it in my tone and my gestures. Like we need to really be centered and focused that this is real. And we are talking about real things. And what I do matters and has value. And we need to be able to, as business owners, be unapologetic about the value we offer. And I honestly, guys, like talking to you, I can, I can hear myself say every single mindset wobble I had, how like I, you know, it was like, well, if I'm giving people advice and they like the advice, they're going to know I'm good. I don't need to like, I don't need to have these names attached. I don't need to do this. I can tell you all of the stories I made up about this. And then I could even tell you that when you know, Brandy talked to me about this and had that honest conversation about leaving money on the table and, you know, it being a reflection of like where I was at in my business because there's no social proof attached to the results I get. I still thought it was okay because I was the only one feeling the <laughs> the, the consequence. Like, okay, fine. It's me. I'm leaving money on the table. Woe is me. That was the next mindset wobble, right? Like here, you can probably hear it so much easier as I say it because it's glaring to me. But now I'm looking at it and all I hear is, oh my God, for three years, because I couldn't get out of my own way on this one sticky point, people didn't know I could help them. And you know what? I know I'm good enough to know that most of the mindset people out there are crap. And they sell these like oversimplified, dolled up versions of emptiness. And I offer substance and I offer something that works and I am a jerk for not saying so sooner. I, when I look at that guys, like I'm getting emotional, like I can't, I can't believe I did that. I, I can't believe that I created some sort of story attached to minimizing my value, making me feel and seem small because I was worried that people might see it differently. Like as if it's some big scary thing to have people know that I'm really good at my job and I get people feeling better and that like they can feel like a whole new person. Like I'm a jerk for not telling people that. Like I, I just, as I tell you this, oh, it's, it's embarrassing, admittedly, right? The mindset person should have had this shit nailed down like years ago, literally my friends years ago, but it's nailed down now and pretty too late if you ask me, but um, I, you know, I'll work on forgiving myself and self-acceptance with that, but now it means it's not too late for you. However many years you have been in this business, however many, you know, reps you have gotten in, if your people, your audience, your consumers do not know this and you don't have testimonials available and you don't have screenshots of the way you're awesome and you're not sharing it, 
I want you to learn from my mistake here. I want you to think about your experience listening to this, recognizing that at some time you probably did think I was too braggadocious reading these. And maybe you thought I was ballsy. And maybe you thought I was this, that, and the other thing. But what does it feel like to not have known that? To have only heard me tell you that I have clients and that I'm good at what I do and that I've been doing it for 20 plus years. Does that really sound better to you? And do you really think it would sound better to your consumers? It's your business, your bottom line. Make sure you are giving your people the information they need to make an informed investment in you. That's the challenge. That's today's triple dog dare. We have been having some hard conversations this week. And if you want some relief from that, I suggest you get a letter in my inbox and I will stop talking about the hard stuff. You can find me over at Heather at HeatherGrayConsulting.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.